Welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast with Mary Valoni. I'm your host, Mary Valoni, and this is the place where fundraisers come to be encouraged, empowered, and educated on how to raise more funds and have more freedom. Welcome to episode 150. I'm pretty excited about this episode uh, because it is the 150th episode, but it also reminds me of the crazy seasons that I've been through over the last few years. And just like today, we are in a new season. So I wanted to talk today on how to adjust during this new season. But first, I kind of want to take you back a little bit, okay? So uh, join with me. But this podcast actually began in January of 2017. I had just released my book, Fundraising freedom. Yeah, Um, it was a huge undertaking. I had spent all of 2016 writing that book and I wanted really desperately to get all of these ideas that I had down on paper. It was an obsession. Honestly, (laughs) I mean, as my husband, I pretty much locked myself inside for an entire year so that I could get this book done. I surrounded myself with pretty much only other authors and people who were going to encourage my newfound excitement to write a book. Uh, It was the hardest thing I've ever done. And I I do not have children, but some people equate it to giving birth. Uh, But it did. It felt like I was creating a child and this was my baby. Um, But when it came out in January of 2017, I knew that I didn't just want somebody to get a hold of this book. Uh, you know, although it's great that you can just read the book and start going through the process, I wanted to be able to connect with you in person. Now, one of the things that um, I'm extremely passionate about is is just the topic of joy. And one of the things that brings me joy is deep conversations. And so being able to have a deep conversation with you on the topic of fundraising brings me incredible joy. And so all I did was uh, my husband, he's a, he's a musician. And so he had connected me up with, you know, he had his, his equipment that he already had uh, for playing music and recording and all that. So he actually gave me his microphone, his whole setup, his whole deal. And I just jumped on a microphone. He went on YouTube, figured out how to put this podcast up and get it running for me so that it was ready once my book was launched. And that was, you know, in in 2017, So that was three years ago. And uh, so as a gift for my 150th episode of the show, my husband actually gave me a wonderful gift, which was a completely new setup for my podcasting. So if you can't tell, my audio is much better today. uh, Thanks to Gino. Shout out to Gino. Thank you. (laughs) He is amazing. But uh, he did connect me up with all this stuff. And I'm, I'm just really thrilled because I want to adjust to this new season just like like you are. And I want to provide more better quality, higher quality podcasts for you guys as you continue to move your fundraising forward. But you know, back looking back a couple years ago, as I was thinking through this podcast, and I was really looking at what I wanted to do and what I wanted to deliver to you, it was just really important for me to have a place to share new ideas. Uh, I, I have always wanted to be a thought leader in the fundraising space. I wanted to share my ideas because just like you, you're trying new things, you're testing things out. Sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. And in fundraising, we have to always be able to adjust and modify. And so if 
if I just put out that book, Fundraising Freedom, and said, hey, good luck, this is going to work all day, every day, every concept that I put in there is going to be effective. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe not. But I will say that the seven steps that I teach in Fundraising Freedom absolutely work, okay? They absolutely work today, just like they did three, four years ago when I was writing that book, okay? So the seven steps that I teach, we start off with the with focus your vision. And so I want to take us back there again today as we talk about adjusting during this new season. So focus your vision. What is it that you and your organization want? Uh, there was a, a podcast that one of my clients actually sent over to me and said, hey, you might want to listen to this. Uh, it talks about how we're basically like all startups again. You know, during this season, we are having to readjust because everybody is home for the most part, right? There's some people that are still functioning. You may have an organization where you still have volunteers working. Maybe you're giving food or providing shelter. There's clearly many organizations that are still have their doors open, but others don't, you know, others of you are working from home and you're trying to adjust and figure out how do I fundraise? How do I fundraise when people are stressed about their finances? Maybe they're concerned that they're not going to be able to pay their bills. And here I am asking for money on top of all of that. So I want to bring you back to where it all began, which is your vision. And I, every week I'm on a call with my fundraising for Academy students. And this last week, very different from the week before, very different from the week before, as you can imagine. So just in the last two weeks, I I told them, I was like, I can't even believe that we're still talking about this. You know, we never would have expected that we would be where we are today. And so we have had to adjust. And one of my clients was bringing up the conversation about, you know, hey, we were doing we were on this plan, we were moving towards raising funds for this particular project. And now that project seems a bit irrelevant. And so now we've raised all this money to do this great project. And now it doesn't even make sense. Because now we're dealing with health issues, and our community is in disarray. And so when you go back to the vision of your cause, it doesn't make sense to move forward with maybe a project that you were working on before. And so we have to go back to square one and say, what are we here for? What is your vision? What is your mission? And now Let's figure out what we can do today to serve our people well. And so when it comes to fundraising, I have a feeling that you still need to raise money, okay? (laughs) I mean, I have a feeling, just an inkling, that you still have dollars that you need to bring into your cause. And so you cannot stop. And, you know, I talked about it a couple episodes ago, how important it is that you do not freeze, that you do not curl up in the corner. We cannot have that because if you do that, guess what's going to happen to your fundraising when this all turns around? You guys are going to be struggling and it's going to push you back 12, 18, 24 months. And that's the last thing that your cause needs, okay? So we need to make sure that we are business as usual. We are moving forward. We're adjusting and we're figuring out ways that we can re-engage with our donors and our volunteers. So as you think about your vision, look at your vision statement. What do you stand for? So for me, my vision statement has always been that I want to end the lack and scarcity mindset. So I, (laughs) this is my season, know, right? There's so much lack and scarcity out there. People are frantic about maybe just trying to figure out what to do next. And so for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my season, (laughs) right? This is, this is what I do. I, I want to make sure that you guys know that 
there is no place for this. There's no place for lack and scarcity. That there is really an abundance and there still is. But guess what? People are just stacking it away in their bank accounts, but the abundance is still there. So I want to tell you, I had a a client tell me last week they got a $25,000 donation. Yeah, last week. $25,000 gift. Okay. Others have told me about their $10,000 gifts that are coming in $100 a month. I mean, there are donations that are still being made, but you want to know why those donations are still coming in. It's because those people asked six months ago. It's because they were doing their work months and months ago. And these people are following through on conversations that were had in the past. So that's what is happening right now is that every conversation that you're having today is going to impact the next couple months, the next couple years. And so it is really, really important right now that we have those conversations and we start preparing for the years to come. So if your vision, I mean, as you look at your vision statement, as you look at your mission, continue to do the work that you do. Now, I've had some people say, hey, we had to close our doors, which meant that, you know, our building and the stuff that we do in our building is ultimately the mission of our organization. Well, then I wanted to ask you to go to your vision statement and tell me how you can still fulfill your vision statement while implementing new ways of of getting out your materials. I mean, look at how many people are putting their stuff on the doorknobs at their businesses or their organizations. You know, they're setting stuff out, they're delivering things, they're still communicating, they're still engaging. So it is really important that we do modify what it is that we do and just adjust to the times. You know, so when it comes to donations, though, I do want to tell you that, uh, you know, whenever we've had a natural disaster, whenever we've had, you know, economic times where we had, you know, 20... 2008, 2009, where it was a really, you know, pretty tough, the recession. Uh, During those times, instead of maybe getting a $100 donation from, from an individual, we were seeing $50 donations come in. So the donations were still coming in. They were just coming in at a smaller rate. Okay. So $50. Well, so what did we have to do? We all had to go back to the drawing boards, focus your vision, go back to the drawing board, and we had to figure out how do we still raise the same amount of money but with more people, okay? So instead of needing 100 100 donors for that fundraiser, now we're gonna need 200. So what are we gonna do today to make sure that we get 200 people in instead of 100? What ideas, what ways are we gonna do this in order to modify and fit the season, but create new opportunities and new ways of doing things. I did come across an article recently too that shared about how an organization was putting on their gala fundraiser. And instead of doing their gala in person, of course, they flipped it and they kept their vision the way that they had intended on it, but they moved everything online. And so everything was being done virtually. They raised 140% of their goal. 140% of their goal by just turning the fundraiser, turning the event into a virtual event. So just recently um, in the last week, during one of my calls that I had with with my clients, we were brainstorming ideas. Okay, how are we going to do this? How are we going to come up with new innovative ways uh, to engage with people? And one of the pastors on the call made a comment about how he's like, people are so desperate for engagement. They're so desperate for community because think about how many people are used to going to church on Sunday. You know, they may be doing, you know, small group activities, getting together with friends 
friends, going shopping, like all the normal activities where they would engage with other people, they don't have that right now. So he recommended to me actually, and to the rest of the group that was on the call, that now is a great time to create you know, prayer meetings. And specifically, these guys were all in ministry, but it was like, I mean, I it was just kind of like that light bulb moment. And I immediately stole the idea. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was like, because I believe so strong. And that it's like, there's no idea that is not new, right? But brainstorming and coming together as a team and being able to share ideas. So I totally took that idea, implemented it with one of my clients, my other clients. And we were like, well, let's create a prayer meeting. Let's create a, you know, we called it a prayer party. And so next Thursday, we're doing a prayer party. And literally, we pulled this together in less than seven days. And we're not going to make it a huge deal, but we're just jumping on Zoom video. And whoever can come, come and re-engage back with a group of people that maybe they haven't connected with in a long time. And this may be a great opportunity for you. I don't know about you, but I've been getting texts from people that I haven't talked to these people in years in years. And all of a sudden, this this epidemic, this pandemic has created an opportunity for us to engage with people that we haven't talked to in a long time. So I don't want to call on people. I don't want you to call on people with the number one intention of asking them for money. Okay. This should never be the case. I say this all the time is that the last thing you want to do is reach out to people because you want their money. Now it's a different scenario if this is a business and Hey, we're applying for funds. It's a grant and we actually are applying for money and that's what we want from them but when it comes to engaging volunteers and inviting potential donors to come into our cause we've got to create opportunities for them to see what we're doing and especially right now people don't really know what you're doing because you are probably having to adjust. So communication is really important. So I want to tell you, uh, be sure that you are communicating well with your audience, with your donor base, with your constituents, so the people that you serve. I want to make sure that you are upping your communication. I know sometimes it feels like, oh my gosh, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to, you know, make them feel like I'm always in their inbox. But you guys, uh, I don't know how many of you follow my emails, but if you don't, you better jump on maryvaloney.com and get on my email list, okay? <laughs> so, but I send out an email every single week. So every week, consistently, I've been doing that for the last several years. And yeah, every now and again, somebody will unsubscribe from my emails. And that's okay, because they don't, they just don't want to hear from that medium of communication for me. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're not still following the stuff that I post on social media or my Facebook page or anything else for that matter. And they may still listen to the podcast, but that does not upset me at all. The whole thing is, is that I don't want it to be on me that I'm not communicating well. So I want to encourage you. I mean, like if you're commuting, communicating quarterly with your, your donor base, increase your communication you need to be a consistent voice in their inbox. Now, here's another thing I want you to be thinking about as you're adjusting to this new season is I want you to be thinking about the fact that we have to send good communication, all right? Don't just dump anything into people's inbox. This is where people get annoyed. That's when they start to unsubscribe and they start to unfriend on your social media, all that stuff, because you gotta say stuff that's relevant, 
So make sure that when you do post something and when you are sharing something that it is educating the audience about what's going on with your cause. Educate them on the stories, share the stories about how your people are adjusting, how your people are still being served during this time. So any opportunity you can to educate them on what's happening and just in general about what's going on. You know, as I continue to talk to the people that I donate to, they're giving me updates on stuff that I was like, man, I wouldn't have known that otherwise. And I do, I do need to see it in multiple places. So sometimes people are like, well, I posted it on Facebook, I posted it on social media, whatever. And and then I sent it out in an email and that feels like overkill. And I'm like, that is not overkill. Okay, because I'm busy and you are not my priority. <laughs> okay, That's, that sounds bad. But you know that you are living in your, you know, your cause is top priority for you. It's not necessarily the top priority for your donor base and for everybody else that follows you. So just remember, you are in your head about that communication. So note that they're not going to see everything that you put out there. Maybe grandma will, but honestly, she's not going to be on every platform that you're posting this stuff on. Okay, so continue to send out if you mail stuff continue to do that continue to email people continue to post on social media okay we want to just engage with people in new ways so think about how we normally would you know invite somebody to be a part of our cause normally we're going to try and like get face to face with them right so we want to sit down across the table maybe have a cup of coffee find out more about them engage in that conversation so today if you're working from home that is not possible so you do have to embrace technology now i am the least tech savvy person you will meet <laughs> and somehow i figured it out okay so i'm just going to give you a little hope uh, that it's possible but definitely i mean embrace Zoom video is $14.99. And if you buy it for a year, it's like 12 bucks. Okay. So I'll have a a link in the show notes if you don't already have Zoom. But video conferencing, this is a great opportunity for you to still do face-to-face meetings. Now I work with clients all over the world all over the world. There is no excuse not to have a conversation, not to invite somebody to be a part of the work that you're doing. We, we literally have zero excuse today. So Zoom video, I was on the phone last week with somebody, people in Europe, Africa, Asia, <laughs> all over the world, I'm telling you. And yes, we're gonna adjust for the time difference with us. But besides that, that's really the only difference is that, hey, I'm talking to them in the morning, it's in the evening for them, you know? And we have to remind ourselves that it was like, oh shoot, it's the middle of the night for them, you know, kind of thing. So we're just trying to find ways that we can still connect and still feel like we're a part of each other's lives. So I just wanna tell you, please be sure, go back to your vision, this is what I, I want to make sure that I get across to you today is that we got to go back to the foundational elements of what makes you you. What makes your cause so effective is the the vision that you have for your organization. And then let's engage donors to be a part of our cause to fulfill that vision. Maybe you do have to make some adjustments on how are we raising money? What things are we raising money for? Those things are really important. And maybe you have to go back to the drawing board for for a little bit, right? Maybe you have to sit down with your whiteboard with a pen and paper and start really going back to the grassroots of what this is all about, right? You know, so for me, I I've had to do the same thing. I have spent a lot of time 
I'll just share, you know, this is what I've been doing over the last couple of weeks is just, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a deep thinker regardless, you know, so I'm always thinking about, okay, what do I want to do? How do I want to adjust? How do I want to help more people? How can I make this, this happen? You know? And so every single morning I, I journal and this is a crucial part of my morning routine. I'm always with a pen and my journal in hand every single morning. I grab a cup of coffee, I sit down, I start journaling. It's every single day. And so as I've been writing though, my mind has been racing. Like it's been going all over the place because I'm just like, I've got to make sure that what I do becomes more accessible to more people. So I just want to share with you guys a little bit of an update on some things that I'm working on. Uh, You know, when I talk to people, especially in these last couple weeks, I can feel the anxiety. I can feel the stress that is coming across, you know, whether that's on the phone or on social media. But I, and I know it's tough, it's hard. And when you feel like you're in a place of darkness, like you're surrounded by a bunch of people who are all saying, you know, oh, it's the end of the world. Woe is me. We can't possibly do this. We're going to have to cancel cancel everything around us. If that's the environment that you're around, it's not going to be by chance that you feel that way, that you're going to feel that fear and anxiety and that frustration. So I'm all about creating an environment that's safe, but it's also really uplifting, encouraging. You know, I, Every episode, I talk about how I want to educate, encourage, and empower you. So that's really what all my programs are all about. So last week, I was on a call with my with my team, with my group of people that I coach through Fundraising Freedom Academy, and I I just had this kind of epiphany, this moment where I was like, you know what, I have to make this available to more people. So stay tuned <laughs> because I am really working hard to revamp and bring that program to more people. And uh, so, and regardless, this Thursday, uh, I want to get together. So this Thursday, let's get together. And I want to invite you to come. It's going to be a call where it's just, hey, we're going to jump on Zoom. I'm going to send you a link. It's going to be in the show notes. I'll send it out through my email list. So once again, if you're not on my email list, just go to maryvaloney.com and just sign up. Uh, You can either, it talks about, hey, you can get updates on the podcast or you can download that uh, free, you know, the six rookie fundraising mistakes that will get you into my email list as well. So as long as you get in, I will send you a, a link this week to join in on this call and we will get together and we're going to talk about how to fundraise. How are we going to do this? How are we going to take this to the next level? And trust me, uh, more importantly than information right now, because I know you guys are all extremely smart people, okay? I'm not telling you anything that you probably don't already know. I'm just reminding you that these are things that are important, but there's something extremely powerful about community. So community and coaching are the two things that I am extremely passionate about. I know that there's something that happens during these coaching calls, like ideas that come up that normally never would ever come up, okay? So I know that we are going to get together and we're going to create crazy synergy because that's what happens when like-minded, wonderful people get together in a room. So I'm going to invite you in. We have room for 100 people, okay? I have no idea how many will show up, but we have room for 100 and I will record the call. And if you're on my email list and you can't 
can't make it Thursday at one o'clock Central Standard Time, I will send you a link to come join us. And we are just gonna, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna talk about fundraising. I'm gonna answer your questions. I'm gonna bring up questions. I'm gonna push you guys. We're gonna talk about your fundraisers and talk about what you're having to do. How are you adjusting? How are you making uh, a difference as you're moving forward? And I just, I want everybody just to be able to know that, hey, we're not alone in this. We are not alone. You are going through exactly what everybody else who's listening right now is going through. Uh, None of us have ever been through this before. None of us know really how to navigate through it. But what we do know is that we are very smart, intelligent, innovative, creative people who can modify what we've done in the past and we can do it. We can pivot. We can move in a different direction and be able to do that effectively. Okay. So join me this Thursday, 1 p.m. I will send you a link. I'll have it in the show notes as well and we will get together. So I don't want to leave you hanging. That's the one thing that I, I don't want to see happen. You know, last week I was talking on the phone with a with a guy who, uh, you know, I mean, he's freaking out, you know, like, I mean, his whole budget is wrapped around a single fundraiser, a single event. And now that event is most likely being canceled. And so all the donations are going out the door with them. And so during our time together, I'm like, have you thought about this? What about this? And we just we just bounced ideas back and forth. Now, I don't know what direction he went with it, but that's, that's more than okay with me. The thing is, is that I don't want you to be sitting in your home office, whatever makeshift office that you're in, trying to figure this out on your own. I want you to know that I am here for you. I am here to support you through it and makes my heart happy to be able to share uh, the things that I've learned over the course of the last 18 years with you guys. I know that the stuff that I teach is effective. I've listened to it over and over again. Can I just tell you last week on my academy call, my Fundraising Freedom Academy call, I had three of my clients um, in different instances, different, you know, different conversations where they were sharing how I'm like, are you worried? And they're like, no, not, not worried. Um, Our organization is going to look different, but we have money in the bank. And another one sent me a message afterwards and said the same thing that it's like, I'm just so grateful that I found your program because he's like, I do not know where we would be today. And to me, that's like, that is why I do this because I don't want you to be in this scenario. I don't want you to be the guy that I was talking to that was freaking out because all of his money was locked up in this one event and now the event's canceled, right? I don't want you to be that guy. I want you to be able to have those donations coming in month after month after month. And so I'm gonna tell you more about how we can do this together when we get together next, uh, but stay tuned. Uh, a big announcement is coming. And so, uh, but in the meantime, let's get together on Thursday. Let's chat. Let's uh, figure out how we're going to do this together. And, you know, if you guys need anything along the way, you know, I'm just an email away, mary at maryvaloney.com. Okay. So don't be afraid to reach out. I know that it's easy to sit back and be like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do it by myself. And that is a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> None of us got anywhere on our own. Trust me, I've had many, many mentors in my fundraising history, and they have made all the difference. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have them, you know, because you just need somebody that you can just pick up the phone or you can reach out to and be like, am I losing my mind? Have I lost it? You know, is this something that I should do? And so I am happy to be the person on the other end of that call, uh, knowing that, hey, you're not alone and we're going to get through this together. Okay, so um, just to encourage you as you move on through the week. I want you to remember to go back to your vision, okay? What I talked about earlier in our conversation today, go back to your vision, 
assess where you guys are at, figure out how you can start from scratch. We're starting from scratch again, okay? Reevaluate your fundraisers, reevaluate the donations. What do you actually need? And let's start having those video conversations. Let's start having those phone calls and don't use this as an excuse, okay? We got plenty of excuses we can lean on. Let's not add this one to the list, okay? All right, well, I hope to see you guys this Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom and be sure to check the show notes or your email inbox uh, for all the updates. Be sure to go to maryvaloney.com, sign up for my email list to be sure that you get all of the updates on what's going on with Mary Baloney. So, all right, love you guys. Hope you have a great week. Let's go change the world one volunteer and one dollar at a time.